0: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Hello and welcome to the Form Lounge.
1: Wherever you're listening right around the country, Miles Fitzner with you on this fabulous Friday, 4 past 12. Just want to mention off the top, start off the top. We've got a big show coming up, but uh, listening to SEN track this morning, and hearing one of your great mates, uh, sad, and saddened by the news uh, of the passing of Dean Lester, uh, it was no better words said from uh, from um, Gareth Hall this morning, and uh, from everyone at SEN Track. I just want to reiterate um, those sentiments uh, of Gareth as in the passing of Dean Lester. He's the star form analyst, the superstar, and all of us as as kids when we had the radio on. I know Tom Haylock said it, Gareth, all of us when we were kids and fell in love with listening to someone talk about the horses, It was uh, he was the voice you heard. So uh, on behalf of, uh, of everyone here at Essie and Track, we, uh, we're feeling um, saddened today with the passing of an absolute legend, a, a racing legend, uh, and that he was. Uh, big show coming up very uh, shortly. Gab Nutt from the Ma Eustace Racing Team. Tom Inglis for Hong Kong Corner. Uh, well, he was on fire. Two from three last week in Hong Kong. That's what we love from our man. Jack Watts from Punt123. Change it up a little. Luke Kimmies from the Boys Get Paid Syndicate in New Zealand. Now, these guys are the guys that you would have famously heard. They went to the races with a punters Club, a million dollars, Karaka Day. It's going to be an interesting chat to him, how they get on, how they deal with the pressure, and how they actually get around and support each other. So we've got Luke from Boys Get Paid to join us. Curly's Corner, of course, some best bets. And we've got Terry Layton last this week because he's coming straight out of the dentist. So that should be a rather humorous chat um, because... He mightn't have a mouth that he'll be able to use. But uh, when we start the show, we always love starting with the superstar from the Ma Eustace team. We speak at (laughs) Gabna. My dreams come true with the Mar Eustace crew. Gab Nutt joins me. Hello, Gab, on a Friday. Hello,
2: Miles. How are you?
1: Good. That always gets me up and about that.
2: Just, <laughs> good way me. to
1: start. It is. To... It, it is a good way to start. How are you? Uh, you've been busy buying horses.
2: Yeah, look, Oh, exhausted, but good. Uh, classic English Classic was on during the week. Uh, managed to pick up nine there, which was good uh sort of through all different price ranges uh different types of horses so uh really happy with what we've got and um yeah the next one rolls around quite quickly so they're all kind of just i don't know where the time goes
1: <laughs> hey uh are they all sold uh
2: we've actually got two left we have got lady Horse left which is um a really nice harry angel philly that i love um and english do a great uh Pink bonus worth a million bucks. So I've got that. And then we've got a um, Russian Revolution, a Russian Revolution Philly available with a really deep pedigree. So, um, yeah, there, there's a few people interested in those. So I'm sure they'll spell out very quickly.
1: And they can go and flick you an email, of course.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Email, ring me, whatever. I'm hey. easier. <laughs> available to talk.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, well, you weren't available a minute ago. We were battling to get you on the line here. We had a little panic attack. We weren't going to get. At the start of the show. <laughs> I
2: know I had to. I had to quickly end that call that I was on. But uh, anyway, we're 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 here and we're ready to rock and
1: roll. Now, tell me off the top: Is, is there any truth to the rumor? There, there is rumors going around everywhere that one uh, C Ma and uh, and maybe a couple of others in tow have been gallivanting around America and are on, uncontactable. They are unable to be reached on the phone.
2: <laughs> uh they're very contactable i've spoken <laughs> to multiple times uh but bucket list item uh bloodstock manager will Bourne, it was his 30th yesterday um and you only turned 30 once and they went to the super bowl which was awesome so uh they're on their way back um but they had a great few days and yeah massive bucket list items so uh, look, I think they had a great time. They went to a Lakers game and saw the King, LeBron. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they had a, had an amazing time. But they'll be landing back soon and back into the swing of things and um, hopping into state to go to all the next horse
1: I like it. Uh, now, Track Cat <laughs> destroyed it last week. Uh, the Data Queen, Track Cat killed it. Yeah. Ascension. Got the chocolates, and we're going to have her back. The text machine's even running, saying where's Track Cat already, and you can join the conversation on 0499736736. This week, though, we're going to just concentrate straight up on the Black Caviar Lightning. Now, um, you've obviously got uh, Bella Nipatina, you've got Cool and Gutter, and Marabi all in the same race. Now, from a from a, a a client management perspective, how does it go with with jockey bookings and and who, which jockey gets which horse? And how does that go about? We're dealing with the owners of a who wants what jockey and whatnot when you've got three running in a, in a race just like this.
2: Well, I mean, that's mostly, Ree- that's Reese's job. Reese Murphy, he's a, he's a genius at it and very good at booking all the jockeys. But fortunately, uh, we've got horses here running that have relationships with all of these riders. So Ben Allen, Maravi, they partnered together when she won uh, her group one, so that's an obvious choice. Jamie Carr has ridden and Garter for most of her Melbourne starts, if not all of them, I think. So again, a very you know easy, easy decision there. Um, and Bella, Bella's usual rider is Craig, so um, and he's he's on another horse in this race. But Ben mellon has been doing been doing plenty of work with her and galloped her and. I think, jumped her out. So, um, you know, he does a lot of work for the stable and it's good to, you know, reward him there um, as well. But, you know, these are all riders that are very familiar with all of these horses. Um, so I think, you know, that's, that's the best way to do it. Um, regular rider, you know what what the horse is like, what whether it's got any idiosyncrasies or anything like that. Um, and so, yeah, we're fortunate to have, you know, very elite jockey partnering our three uh this weekend.
1: Okay, we've got about two two and a half minutes here. Bella Patina, is it gonna to be too firm for Bella? Um, even though she does fly fresh, two from six?
2: Yeah, look, I would say, you know, a thousand metres and the firm track is probably uh yeah, probably not to her liking. We know that she loves getting her toe in. Um, but it's it's a good kicking point down the straight, Flemington. Um, you know, so yeah, probably, you know, if I had to pick one of them, I'd be going with Cooley. Um, Marabi's obviously had a long time off, so, you know, she might just need to have blow out the cobwebs, uh, there, uh, and Cooley, we know she's come back great fashion. I haven't seen her, but I'm looking forward to getting down to Melbourne over the weekend actually, but they all say that she's grown, she's strengthened and she looks fantastic. So, um, I know that all three of them, the team down there couldn't be happier with her with them uh they're all very very special uh, mares and fillies that a lot of the staff you know really adore so it's really hard to pick one and to pick a favorite but um yeah i'd have to i'd have to go with cooling out of the three of them
1: um is it difficult when you're trying to negotiate a horse up the straight we see a lot of times that some love it and some don't like it at all is it is there anything that the boys have said, or that you guys try and do internally in regards to educating horses that you're in a pack running dead straight for the entire trip?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, it's always it is always tricky, and and sometimes they kind of do tend to come down, you know, the middle, if not out further. But um, you know, it's it's always an interesting time being exposed to straight racing. But you know, these these riders and jockeys do it all the time like Bella, Cooley, they've all been exposed to this straight before. Um, So it's not something that's new for them. Uh, So, look, you know, we just um, thought it was a good kickoff point for them. This has been cool and Gattis sort of aim a long way out. Um, And then, obviously, there's a new market in a couple of weeks' time should, you know, should any of them want to go there as well. But um, And that's also, obviously, down the straight, so... It'll be an interesting race. It'll be a really exciting race. Obviously, you've got, you know, the King Nature Strip in there. He's such an elite horse um, and, you know, a very talented field. So um, I'm really looking forward to to Saturday's race.
1: Now, your futures pick for my draft team, you've gone with Smokin' Romans in the Australian Cup. Terry Layton's gone with Bella Nipatina in the Quokka. We're heavily invested in the Mar Eustace team, um, but Smokin' looks a nice little futures bet.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, he's a great... He's a like he's a great horse. He's just kept improving and improving, and uh, the boys set this target um, for him, this prep. So it'll be uh, great to hopefully see him, um, you know, duly salute there. But you know, I know that Lucy and everyone down there has been really happy with him. So. Uh, hopefully we can get the job done and right. get some of those points.
1: Right. <laughs> we, yeah, we need the points. We need Gab's gift. What we what have you got for us this weekend? Have you got one in Sydney? I know you said you might be coming to Melbourne. I'll probably owe you a, a bottle of champagne or two for the amount of work you're doing for me. But <laughs> um, uh, where if you were going anywhere, where would you be going this weekend from your team?
2: I'm going coolly. I'm sticking with my heart. Cool and gather in the Lightning.
1: Cool and get it in and the lightning uh, seven bucks. Yeah, well, I that, think I think it looks like right. a bet. I mean, you, you're happy that's to take t- if you get beaten by Nature Strip, you, you you cop that, don't you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, look at what he did over in England. Like, he's a freak of a horse. So, uh, yeah, if you run second to him, you're you're doing pretty well. Um, but yeah, I think our runners in Sydney are actually I think unlikely to run uh, drawn car parks. And there's a better race for Sonora uh, in the coming week. Uh, that looks more ideal. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, with the heart here and go with Cool and Gutter.
1: Gab, always appreciate your time on a Friday. Love the info. We'll chat again next week.
2: Thanks, Miles. See you. Have a good week.
1: Gab Nutt there from the Mar Eustace team. And um, I'm glad there's a push there for Cool and Gutter because I like Cool and Gutter and I like it a lot. Uh, coupling off the text, uh, El Nudo's chimed in nice and early. Any kickback from the Andy and Gazy REA rod Tuesday night? They still don't know. I did stop by them prepping for their show, El Nudo, and said, Oh, much feedback on the text line, much feedback on the text line and Gacy said, Oh this bloke and okay, so so I don't think they fully know yet. Man, A-Rod had a big smile on his face. Don't worry about that. You can join the conversation 0499-736-736. That's 0499-736-736. Any question you want, I'll answer them right throughout the show. Coming up on the other side of this, it's Hong Kong with Tom Tom. He went two from three last week and good value too. So Tom Inglis and Jack Watts to join me on the other side of this. This is the Friday Form Lounge.
0: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a
1: Friday. Miles Fitzner with you. Wherever you're listening. Right around the country on SEN Track. 0499-736-736. It's 0499. 736 736, and all thanks to the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Go to hkjc.com. Uh, we love Hong Kong racing, and the superstar himself, Tom Inglis. Hello, Tommy. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, mate, on fire last week, two from three last week. We got good prices, you were up and about. I was texting you, followed you in. It, it's, uh, it's always nice when you have a good little weekend.
3: Yeah, it was good. And they won by a good margin too, sort of one and a quarter lengths, both of them. Um, so, yeah, it's good to get it right sometimes. So that was good. It was a good Sunday.
1: Now you've been in stellar nick. Absolutely stellar nick. We'll get to your best bets and whatnot in a moment. But we always pick an Australian horse that's gone overseas to have a chat about uh, at the start of our little segment. And uh, there's one that was called Talladega. That's now been in Hong Kong for a while, called Beauty Joy.
3: Yeah, named after probably uh, one of your favourite movies, *Tide Ager Night. <laughs> Didn't uh, know what to do with my he's hands. Done... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's done well up there. He came. He's over in Western Australia, and he won four on the trot uh, before he went up there. Uh, and he's been good. He's he's sort of, you know, he's probably uh, made what they paid for him more. So he's been a pretty good horse up there. But, uh, yeah, uh, beauty, joy, and he goes around in uh, race three against one of my horses, uh, healthy, happy. I think the race is pretty open, but it'll be a good one to uh, watch.
1: So as a as a bit of a guide, I'm seeing some of this, um, this WA form, uh, what he beat Midnight Blue, which I think was, might have even been a Perth Cup winner in Midnight Blue. But some of the WA horses, do they make a little bit less going to Hong Kong, or is it all the same uh, when looking at, at a purchase? Is it all pretty similar, just dependent on ability?
3: Yeah, uh, look, I think the main indicator is the prize money in the in the races the horses are winning, and just because Perth is probably a bit behind New South Wales and Victoria, they're probably viewed to be uh, of a, you know, slightly less, they'll pay a little bit less for them over there, but... To be fair to the Western Australians, there's been a lot of horses go up there and they've been doing really, really well. So uh, better than I think most people would anticipate.
1: Righto, let's get into your best bets. Uh, we'll start with a value play that you like in race four, number two.
3: Uh, yeah, flying high. Look, um, he's probably the, the yeah the place bet of the day. Um, I, I lined up all the times and he's, his last couple of starts have been a second faster than the rest of the field. So... Just off that, I think that, you know, off the sort of data, he's got to be in the in the finish for sure.
1: Uh, we go to race six, number five. You've got one here just to back on the nose.
3: Yeah, green and white. Look, he's he trialled the house down last trial and then was given a quiet one uh, over 1,200. And, yeah, I just think it's his race uh, to lose. So he'll be at good odds too, I think.
1: Uh, we go a bit later on the card there in Hong Kong, race nine, number eight. You like one?
3: Yeah, um, Jamie Richard's horse, uh, Magniac, if I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Looks like- um, Yeah, look, it just if you watch his last start, like, just luckless, uh, finds an easier field this time, and, yeah, I think he'll be too strong.
1: And then we go to race 10. You're like uh, the old son of the Lion King, number two in Simba.
3: Simba, yeah. Punters might remember him from Australia as well. I think he was with um, Gerald Ryan uh, before he went over to Hong Kong, but... He should be winning as well. Um, Had a quiet trial, uh, Burton on. Yeah, I think he's probably the best of the
1: day. So recapping, race four, number two, race six, number five, race nine, number eight, and the best of the day being race 10, number two there over in Honkers.
3: Yeah, it should be a good day. I think I'm pretty confident with these ones,
1: Miles. So uh
3: should be a good day for punters.
1: Oh, I like that from you, mate. Uh, might even get you to recap some of these on Sunday. Uh, you've been in fine condition and uh, fine form. Always look forward to our chat on Fridays. We'll chat soon, buddy. Thanks, Miles. Thanks for having me. Tom Inglis there. Absolute star he is. He flying last week. Absolutely flying. Now, bloke that I was prepared to challenge last week, uh, I said that I'd do the show nude if one of his tips got up, and I'll tell you, I've got my clothes on. This is the Punt 123. You can download the apps today. We've got an odds update with my great mate, the superstar he was, Jack Watts. Hello, Wattsy. He? We've let down the public, haven't we? We've <laughs> let down the public.
4: You've still got your clothes on. All the girls in Adelaide or Melbourne, wherever you are, they're all coming in to see it. But. Uh... Unfortunately, she couldn't hold on, could she?
1: They sold out of binoculars and magnifying glasses, mate. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was in anticipation. <laughs> How are we going,
4: Milo? Good to, good
1: to have another chat. I'm always happy to chat to you, my friend. Hey, um, I'll, I'll, look, I need your mail next weekend for the great Michael Newton's Bucks Party up at Dead Arang Races. But uh, this weekend, we've got Group 1 Racing, and thanks to Punt123, I want to know where you're going and where what you like. Now, remember, you've got to have the odds this time, don't you? What do you want me to get him?
4: Uh, look, I've got my way of doing it, Milo. Don't mess with me. <laughs> I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I've got I've got them written down here, okay? All right. Um, look, I, I gave you one at 41s last week. It jumped at 21s. Just couldn't hold on, but I thought it was a pretty good run. This week, we've got Flemington Race 4. Uh, sorry, yeah. Flemington Race 4, number 14, the King's Gospel. Now, this is an odds again. I like... You know me, Milo. Um, whatever I jump into, I'll, I'll give it everything. Uh, we want to. If, if we're going to win, we want to win big. If we're going to go hard, we're going to go hard. So this one's at twenty dollars. Um, jumps up in grade, but uh, has has won pretty strongly the last couple. So I'm looking
1: at that for for a good run at twenties. Race four, number fourteen at twenties. Righto, what else have you got?
4: I mean, just before I go, to the next one up, Tommy earlier. Just before me, saying he was pretty confident with his tips. Well, I'm not super
1: confident, so if I actually
4: want to win money, maybe go with his tips. but <laughs> here's the next one. Sydney Race Ten Number Six Midwest Two Dollars Eighty. Uh, this thing's an absolute speed demon. Um, it's the Get Out Stakes, so you know I'm usually down a couple of hundred by then, and uh, I need something to pull me out of the hole. So um, go with this one. Sydney Race Ten Number Six. Um, from Barrier Three, and it just means by so then my two,
1: two racing tips. Hey, what's um, What's I'm with you there. I'm with Midwest. I like it. You like that? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I am awesome. with Midwest. And the Thanks King's good Gospel. News for that. Yeah, the King's Gospel with punt one two three. You get twenty dollars and five fifty uh, with punt one two three currently as well. What about anything in the sport? Very quickly before I let you go, have you got anything in the what? golf or like Super Bowl? Do you win any money?
4: I had a good nah, – no, no money on the Super Bowl. But I had a good little lunch down at Romeo's down on Turac Road with the owners of Punt 1, 2, Greg Milo. Yep. And some of the specials they've thrown up on that website are incredible. My degenerate mates are taken advantage of it. They're making hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So get down, get on to the, these specials. But there's a little uh, future bet just with the footy for mine, West Coast to make the top four. Now, they had a, a year from hell last year, obviously, with COVID, injuries, all the rest of it. And uh, I think when you go 0-9 or whatever you go in the first 10 weeks, you know, I've been there a few times and you're already organising footy trips. So you,
1: you've been, mate, I'd you've been there most of your career you were there. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> so I, know, I know how easy it
4: is to throw into the towel at about 0-9. So um, I think with, with a fresh start for the coast, uh, uh, I don't know what to say, actually. Sorry, I haven't got your odds there. You can, you can find them for me, hopefully. But West Coast to make the top four, Little Future, there you go.
1: Uh, you can go to Punt123. You can download the apps, punt123.bet. You can gamble responsibly, as always. Call one 800 858 858 he Always great to chat to you, my friend. We'll chat again next week.
4: You're the man. Thank
1: you. Jack Watts there, the star from Punt123. <laughs> West Coast to make the top four. Fair deacon. Oh, I'll eat my hat. Hey, uh, we're going to go to the newsroom. Uh, on the other side of this, coming up, we've got, uh, I think, a really good guest. We've got Luke Keemies from the Boys Get Paid Syndicate over there in New Zealand. This will be genuinely fascinating. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Back in a moment after the
0: news headlines. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Uh, welcome back to the Form Lounge
1: on a Friday. We've just gone 1230 Eastern, wherever you may be, right around the country. 0499-736-736 trackside 30 minutes away. We've still got Terry Leighton, Shane Curlio, all to come throughout the rest of the show. But I've been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this. No doubt you've heard about, well, this group, this sensation out of New Zealand. The boys get paid. Boysgetpaid.com. go and have a look at it and download the apps i've got luke kemmies from the boys get paid group syndicate um, punters group what we call it luke good afternoon to you hello mate
5: thanks for having me mate good to be uh able to have a chat
1: mate I, i find this this is right up my alley this it's fascinating it's a bit like what we try here at SEN track because it's about the people it's about bringing them together uh and it's about having a bit of fun tell us about how it was formed in the early days
5: So BGP started off as a group of us that just loved having a beer and a bet and and talking racing, and we set up a Facebook group so that we could tip our our best bet for Saturday amongst our mates, and slowly other people started to ask to be added to it, and yeah, it started to to grow, and 100 people, 200, then 1,000, then 2,000, and we eventually had to make it private because people were getting sick of seeing us talk about racing all the time on Facebook. (laughs) um, from there, it sort of just uh, it sort of stagnated a little bit, and then once I quit my job and uh, the accounting space, I was able to spend a little bit more time on it, and I um, created a, a race day for people that were involved in the group down in Wellington, and people flew over from well from around New Zealand to come to that, and we put the old hat around and did a bit of a punters club, and you bet the money on on course that day, and middly too many beers were consumed and we nulled in the last, and we didn't have a good day, but it kind of showed that we sort of had something there, and so then we came back to Auckland and went to uh, Ellerslie and said, hey, look, you know, Caracameleon's our favourite race day. Can we can we come along and rip into a pundits club here? And that was sort of the birth of, of what now probably people in Australia would be most familiar with BGP is, is the pundits club we do on Caracameleon night. So really it was just, mates enjoying racing and wanting a way to be able to talk about it. And it's all sort of sprung out of the ground from there.
1: Before we get too much into the racing and some of the, the, the fascinating sides of it and also the money, uh, the, the bit that I like about this is that you can communicate with other, with each other uh, and it's not just for, for boys, of course, either, but it's almost like a, there's a fair bit of support for each other. You can reach out, you can talk to each other. It's like, a, it's like a fun sort of punning group, that, but it's also a bit of a support network. Would that be a fair assessment?
5: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we sort of, you know, everyone uses this word these days, but for us, it was just a community and a community of just basically strangers from all over the country that had a commonality in that being racing and we sort of wanted to be able to. Now we we felt like not many people um, were into racing in our friendship group, and so we wanted a way to be able to meet up with other people that did like racing and not feel bad about talking about having a beast and all that stuff, which is all pretty common in Australia. But here in New Zealand, you know, if you have twenty bucks on a horse on a Saturday, people think you've got a gambling problem. But you can buy a twenty-dollar lottery ticket, and that's absolutely fine.
1: Uh, mate, I want to get stuck into the how like the punting side of things. Now your punters club started to build up and there's obviously the, the, the chat that went around that you had a million dollars to play with uh, on Karaka Day, if I'm correct. Now, one is the pressure of having that amount of money and betting for a punters club. Now, we've done a lot of SE and track guys, we've done punters club places and when they get up 20, 30,000, some lo- sometimes like that, it, it's one of the worst feelings in the world. How did you handle the pressure or how did the group handle the pressure of having a million dollars to play with?
5: Yeah, mate, admittedly, I was just giving me goosebumps thinking about it again. It was, uh, I've sort of tried to get it out of the mind since January. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was tough because we started to, you know, at that level we had restrictions in place from the TAB. So there were sort of um, restrictions around what we could win with a multi, with a single bet and all those types of things. And then of course you've sort of got people at home and some people have got 50 cents and other people have got $10,000. And so you're trying to balance giving everyone what we like to say, a bit of sizzle with the sausage you know so we're trying to put
0: put I some like big that.
5: bets on yeah put some big bets on for the sizzle and get everyone excited and we had a bet that you know um was a multi to win a million dollars and, and we lost the first leg but the other two came in and that was us hoping to get off on the front foot and then be able to really attack the back half of the card but um it didn't go our way so then as you know as a punter you know once you're something you're really confident doesn't doesn't run as expected, then you're a little bit on the back foot, so then we're having to sort of change the strategy, and then because we're changing the strategy, we're altering how much we can put on different horses at, at different prices, and that's breaching the limits, and so we're having phone calls with the TAB, so there's all this sort of stuff that goes on in the background, but ultimately 99% of people that put their money in know that it's a bit of fun and they could lose it, and and they love it. You know, The people that complain bizarrely are always the people that never put any money in,
1: Yeah. It's always, it's always the case like that. Always the case. Now I wanted to ask you just a little bit more in depth is how did the negotiations go with, with the TAB and what, because the fascinating part of it was, how did you get on? I mean, if you want to go and have 20,000 each way on something or (laughs) who's going to take it?
5: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've only got the one TAB here in New Zealand, so they sort of they have to take the bet effectively, but that they obviously can set a limit, and they had set a limit of what we could win on the day. Um, but they do know that effectively, like they can track how many accounts are, are entered and for what sort of average value. And for most people, so it's it's fifty to seventy dollars that people are putting into the punters club, and so they're looking at it as right. Oh, you know, if we scale this down, and then they also have data that. However many people are involved, x amount of them will end up betting whatever they get returned to their account that night in the next 24 hours, 48, seven, seven days as well. So there were definitely restrictions that I think uh, the TAB know that they'll, they'll probably get money back at the end of the day, well, eventually at some stage, um, as they've been known to do.
1: Uh, well, it's good by then. Now, mate, you run events. You try to get to races. You've got an app. Uh, you can go in and do the membership. Just tell us a little bit about the breakdown quickly how we get, how they can get involved so they can download the app from the app store, get involved, become a member, and then you get updates to all the boys get paid sort of stuff?
5: Yeah, so we, we uh, send out basically, whenever we have the races here in the North Island, Ted does the selections for the New Zealand races. And so we put those into the app each day and we do a podcast on a Thursday night as well and stream that live on Facebook, but then put the, the replay up and spotify and whatnot we've got the facebook group there that anyone can enter as well but if you get the app then usually you can sort of keep an eye on what's uh, what's going on and what's coming up
1: luke always good to have a chat to you hopefully a few of your boys get paid members have got se and track on in the background too when they're going to the races they can hear us tipping a few here in australia and or maybe the good oil over there in new zealand we love what you guys are doing it's all about bringing people together and and promoting racing and uh, um one day when we get over to new zealand love we'll to buy you a beer
5: Well, mate, you might not have to wait for long because a bit of a scoop for you. Uh, One of the Aussie bookies is pretty keen on getting us over to Australia and running a punters Club over there, so watch this space.
1: Well, can you tell us any more on that while we're live around the country?
5: I probably shouldn't because it hasn't been locked in yet. But, uh, yeah, it'll it'll be one of the major race days and should be a heap of fun.
1: Ah, Good to hear that from you, Luke. Thanks for joining us on this uh, Friday, mate. We'll chat again soon. No problem. Cheers, guys. Luke Kemmings here from The Boys Get Paid. What they do, I like the fact that... It's the community. It's like what we try to do here at Essie and Track on the text machine, get in around each other, uh, love, love to be able to uh, to get the team in and around and have a bit of a punt. We are going to jump to a break, I reckon we are, Sammy. And uh, on the other side, Curly's Corner, Shane Curleo, uh best bets and uh, maybe a same race multi around the country, Terry Layton to finish out the show. It's been a big Friday. We'll be back soon.
0: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge
1: on a Friday. Quarter to one. Australian cricket team announcement about an hour and 15 minutes away. You can get that no doubt on your SEN channels. I'd stay glued to the SEN dial. If you're off the text, James Wotsey needs a 1-800-858-858 with the West Coast bet. Someone said there's no hope. Uh, another one from El Nudo. And good on you, big fella, for chiming in. It's now time to go north to Queensland to uh, my favourite, everybody's favourite. His name is Shane Curlio for Curlio's Corner.
6: I'm the kind of cheater little homies want
1: to be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the press press street. Love. Oh, there he is, the gangster himself. Hello, buddy.
6: Uh, good afternoon or good morning, uh,
1: Miles. How are you? How are you? Now, you've I'm had good. surgery I'm, during I'm the week. Are you better?
6: Uh, yeah, last Friday, eh? um, I'm better. I'm better. It's a um, bit of a, uh, maybe a wake up call, I don't know, but, um, certainly slowed me down miles. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of time to get back into full work. Don't worry about
1: that. Well, I hope you, uh, I hope you do sooner rather than later, my friend. Uh, so I wish you all the best, um, on that. What have you found for us this week? You like your little data outliers? You like your little specialties? We were Toowoomba leader by us a few weeks ago. What's something that's caught your eye that we need to concentrate on this weekend?
6: Um, well I was gonna stick to uh stick to the Queensland jurisdiction. Like it. Um I've been doing some um some statistics around trader jockey combos and and I had um and this is a this isn't something that's going back probably two years ago or eighteen months ago with the mailbag. We talked about this the waller J Mac combination. Um, over the last six months that's fallen off a cliff and he's no longer a blind bet, as in profitability wise.
1: Yeah, we um, have been explaining that all year. <laughs> it's just not as potent as what it once was.
6: Um, you know, it's maybe James taking some some rice rubber stables and being at the top of the tree, he's taking his pick. He doesn't necessarily need the Waller juggernaut anymore. So, um, interesting there. James not in Sydney this weekend either. So, um, it'll be interesting what's that, what what happens there. But there is a combination um, uh, with the Waller stable that it's been profitable on favourites in Queensland, and that's James Orman and Chris Waller. So, obviously, Waller being the astute trainer that he is, he wants to put on the best jockey in Queensland um, when they think they can win. How's this for a stat? Um Miles, Yeah. This is like you can just blind bet this. Yep. Chris Waller train, James Orman ridden favorites in Queensland over the last twelve months, fifty three percent fifty three point eight percent winning strike rate, twenty nine percent profit on turnover. Wow. You could blind bet... Uh, James Orman on a wallet train favourite and you could have had fifty dollars on every one of them and be winning seven hundred and fifty bucks.
1: That's without
6: without doing the form.
1: So that well that's how big a standout is that compared to anybody else? There wouldn't be anyone anywhere near that. Nowhere. Mm, uh I haven't dug deep enough
6: elsewhere, but um you know if I replace that with uh James McDonald, which we did talk about at the top. Um
1: Well, we know he was yeah. going at negative yeah. POT at the start of this year, and that was I think Sydney Metro, didn't matter all trainers. It was yeah, completely right. so over uh, Yeah, completely
6: overbet. Um now I'm not so it's still profitable, James, on uh, on Waller runners, and that's a like that's a real Waller thing, uh James Orman. I'm talking in Queensland. I mean, that's a real Waller thing, right? He's He's the, best, he's the biggest trainer in Australia. He sends his horses to Queensland for a kill. He wants to make sure that they're winning and going back to Sydney in good form, so he puts the best jockey
1: in Queensland on. I like that from you. Oh, you always come uh, with something left of centre, which I love. Can so I?
6: If you're, bit stressed, if you're a bit stressed for time and you don't want to buy my set, just look for a wall of favourite with James Orman on and, and have your beer money on and enjoy the evening.
1: And they can buy the set at the Mailbag, can't they? Indeed. Mailbag.com.au
6: forward slash shop for and, all that info.
1: And you're trying to get Keats into the all-star mould, Dicko doing a big push. Oh, is Dicko actually in the city painting that mural himself? I uh, haven't heard from him. From unbelievable scenes. Day, so I he was. Unbelievable scenes. I can't believe you're whacking a big mural up to get, like, it's good gear. It's really good gear by you boys. I wonder where the
6: bill's going from the city council for the graffiti.
1: <laughs> It'll definitely come... Mate, appreciate, appreciate <laughs> you jumping on as always. Uh, like the little stats, I'm going to be rolling that out tomorrow when we discuss the Eagle Farm card. I just had a quick look and I haven't seen too many that are in there, but we'll keep that in the back of our pockets. You keep can it, bet blind. in the back of your mind for sure. Um, if you are
6: going to preview the Do- Eagle Farm card tomorrow, um, keep an eye out for Eagle Farm Race 6, number 9, the red kite, having its first start in the mailbag Bloodstock colours goes around from gate one with Ben Thompson in a very winnable race, and you'll see him dash very well fresh at the 1400.
1: We're happy to back there because we go against Comrade Rosa, which is way too short. Appreciate your time, buddy. You rest up. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, mate.
6: Appreciate
0: it.
1: Shane Curlio there for Curlio's Corner. We're going to break on the other side of this. Best bits and the Wild Wild West. Terry Layton to join me.
0: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back. Form
1: Lounge nearly at the end of the show for a Friday, uh, but we can't have a show. Uh, without talking to this man, he's a superstar. Uh, he's the man from the West. Wild, wild west when I roll into the wild wild west, when I into uh, into Speaking Terence von Leighton straight from the dentist. How's your mouth?
7: <laughs> a little bit numb, actually, Mild. A little bit numb. No, apparently, I've got to floss more floss more often, but uh, I just don't know where you find time in the day to floss, to be honest with you.
1: They keep telling me that, too. Just floss twice a day, and I'm like, I'm barely a time to brush my teeth, let alone floss.
7: You've got a beautiful smile, too. That really surprises me.
1: Yeah, well, especially because they've been smashed in about 14 times, too. So, <laughs> surprise <laughs> this, straight. One of the first
7: things you ever told me when we met was you said, because um, we'd only met uh, over over air, and you said, uh, I look like a um, a bulldog sucking a lemon. <laughs> That's know, I had no idea what you look like. So, my first impression, it was ordinary because of what you said to me.
1: Yeah, well, I, I look ordinary. And, but you know what doesn't <laughs> look ordinary? The pinjarra card. I had a look last I night. I like it. I like I it. I like it. Now, I, I want to start. If I can, we'll just work our way through very quickly because we've only got about three or four minutes, right? Okay. But I'm happy to miss the first two unless you've got something.
7: Uh, race two, very keen. Yeah, race yep. two, I like it as a two-horse play. I've got Soviet Spies, a clear favourite, and big swoop. As a clear second favourite, so look the way I would play this race. So you've got three dollars to bet. I'd have a dollar on Soviet Spy at a tick over three bucks, and I'd have a dollar each way on Big Swoop and in the low teens. So you've got uh, Soviet Spy as a saver, Big Swoop the place as a saver, and then you have got Big Swoop the win um, or Big Swoop placing and Soviet Spy winning as a result. So really keen, Big Swoop's your best value horse on the on the whole card.
1: Love that from you. Race three, I was happy to play River Rubicon in front of Weapon Sun
7: touch and go mate very hard to split them I don't think Ra will find the front which is fascinating River Rubicon will be close to it can it outsprint it from there big chance but uh, it's a race at the current market I'll be staying out of if one of them gets a wild drift I'll back the um, the one that drifts
1: race four and race five I was happy to leave. Yeah, nothing too
6: major
7: for it's... me. I thought Blow Me Out was over the odds in race four. It's into a $10, 11 $12 now. I was single figures. You could back it uh, each way, but it's not a bet I'm too excited about, and race five looks a lottery.
1: Yeah, race five, spin the knife. We saw a fair bit of that horse before, didn't we?
7: Yeah, it was LK's. Don't forget, LK Fernies. Now it's with Stephen Miller. Uh, first time down the straight. I just, I just uh, a little bit of buyer beware. All these horses, besides Material Witness and uh, Bopping Blue, have uh, never been down the straight before, and it's different racing, so you can be. In super form around a band, and as soon as you take away that band, you just some horses just flounder. Remember the day Will Chino f- uh, failed down the straight yeah. in the class three, then came out and won about eight in a row. So, um, yeah, just buy beware that some of those won't get it.
1: I might. Uh, I'll just stick with the big boy Capital Flight there, maybe, and uh, and have nah. a crack at it. We don't know me a cent now. Uh, the classic. Do you like one in the classic? I don't.
7: Uh, the Pearl Classic, yeah. I, I, well, I like the two favourites, to be honest with you. It's They're, they're both bare-bones prices at the moment. Pinjarra played really rail on speed last time we were there, so I'm mindful if it plays that way again, then Balfour Cena might be the way to go. But I, I really, really like Prawn's 11 as a horse. It's, it's had Tash Faithful on its entire career. William Pike goes on. It, it took ground off my Bella May two starts ago, and a far better last 200 than she did, not she's obviously all conquering at the moment. So uh, I, I just think it's a crack race between the two. I'd love to see Prawns 11. Uh, I'd love to see them, A, make some ground, and B, Prawns 11 to get out to sort of 360, late, and that'll probably get me. But if they're not making ground and the fence is hot, Val Cicina gets out to 350 again, and that might get me. So uh, two horse race. You
1: only need two in your quaddy. Short on time. Race seven. Have you got anything there?
7: I uh, really like Malcar Pindari. Again, Tash faithful to William Pike. Same stable. Had no luck entire career. I think it'll be leaders back, three the fence. Um, and I think it'll be a little drifter. I think we'll see 450 late. So pretty keen Malcar Pindari race uh, seven, horse number nine.
1: Race eight. I made a lot of good men my lay today. day. And Odenarka, my best. Ooh,
7: that's brave. You know I've got a little share in Odenaka.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah,
7: uh, We're excited. Uh, late price Odenaka as well. I reckon you'll see 8 $9 late each way. That's me.
1: And then race nine, anything?
7: Yeah, my best of the day. Uh, race nine, horse number 14. I'm not doing this on purpose, I promise, but it's pike in the last Arcadia Grace. I've marked a $2.20. Um, yeah, it's just it's a pike ride. It's a Peter's runner on the minimum. Drawn well, big booming finish. There's not a huge amount uh, else in the race. Um, really keen Arcadia Grace. And I want to save on my horse in that. Be optimistic. Should get out to nearly $10 late. We'll save on Be Optimistic. But really keen, race nine, number 14. Um, I've marked her a tick over even money, Arcadia Gross.
1: Terry, you're a star, mate. Um, and uh, rest up from the dentist and go well with Otanaka on the weekend, mate. Let's get one. Let's get one. Thanks, mate. Terry Leighton at the start from the West. Uh, very, very quickly as we're ending the show, I'll try and give you a couple of besties. Mail
0: time. Mail time. Mail time. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to
1: wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Yeah. All right, nice and quick, because I'm on air tomorrow morning for the Odds Couple and also on tomorrow for uh, Trackside. But I think Race 2 at Flemington, See You in Heaven, I like. Uh, Ramwick, Race 3, number 6, Economics. I'm going to be playing as well. And then, like I've just mentioned, we go to Pinjarra uh, in the Classic. We're going to lay a lot of good men Go for the hamburger with a lot. We're going to go with Otanaka, $6 and $2. Campbell Brown in the house. Sam Highland in Queensland. Trackside coming at you on a Friday. The boys are pumped. They're set. They're ready to go. They'll be on within about two to three minutes. Hopefully you enjoyed the form lounge. Don't forget you can podcast it all. We'll see you tomorrow morning.
0: The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. I'm April Austin with SEN News. The Reserve Bank Governor says interest rates could start falling as.